listening to Miller and Moulton, exclusively on the Florida Sports Network. And now, here's Mark Miller and David Moulton. Top of the morning to you on not just the first Wednesday of March, the first damn day of March. You know what March brings. How the heck are you? Miller and Moulton here on the Florida Sports Network. FloridaSportsNetwork.com. Thanks so much for being with us. If it is March, therefore there will be madness. How are you? I'm ready for the madness, David. I am ready for the madness. We got small conference tournaments that are now starting to rev up and get themselves going. Monday was the, you know, a tease. Last night a little bit more. Tonight full on with the small conference play. And you and I love that because it's three wins to the tournament and everybody's got a shot or so they seem. And the bubble is full. Teams with big wins last night, heartbreaking losses. Not many more chances to go. Shelby Mass will join us much later on in the show. We'll ask him who he's got in, who he's got out, who still has a chance to get in, even if they don't win their conference tournament. So a lot of college hoops to talk about. You excited at all about Kevin Durant tonight for Phoenix or no? Me personally, no. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not either. In, in fact, I was thinking about it yesterday. I mean, even if he wins one, he's going to a team with Devin Booker and Chris Paul. And, I mean, it's not joining the Warriors, but it is joining a team that two years ago lost in the finals and last year the best record in the league. I, I mean, can this guy piggyback his way to any more championships? It really seems that he is the perfect athlete for what we may think of today's generation. And, and he's, you yeah. know, Reggie Jackson was Mr. October. Kevin Durant's Mr. AAU. <laughs> yes. No, he is, David. And I'm trying to not begrudge players who pull crap that I would have normally gotten all hot and bothered about because this is apparently the way things are with this generation. This is This is not any different than a lot of other things, but... Well, how much of it, quite frankly, is this generation's parents' fault? I mean, how many of the parents, okay, take their kids and move their kids if they don't get the playing time or the exact situation that they want? Most of them. Wow. I I mean, so, you know, we're to blame, too. 100%. I mean, we raised this generation. Of AAU kids, and they don't get enough playing time, we send them to another team, and if they don't get enough playing time there, we start our own team, damn it. So why should we be surprised that Kevin Durant picked up his ball and said, I want to get traded again? I mean, I find myself rooting against the Dallas Mavericks, and I happen to really like Mark Cuban. I even like him on the damn TV show. But now the whole, you know, Luke and Kyrie thing, I'm like, God, you guys can't lose enough close games. I'm just getting so much entertainment out of you guys being one and four now, paired together. I'm enjoying the heck out of this. I hope you lose in the damn play-in. Wow. Yeah, I know. And I like him. I do. And then Kyrie's going to sign with the Lakers, and Luka next year is going to ask for a trade, and he's going to end up, you know, with an 18-win franchise. Just like that. Last year, he was in the conference finals. I don't know if I could own a team in that league. 
honestly. I, I just, you know, some guy wakes up on the wrong side of the bed, got somebody talking in his ear, all of a sudden my franchise is rebuilding. I get one more guy to do it. Uh, hell, I suck. And then your choice is to tank and try to get the best draft pick and hope to goodness that that player works out and wants other players to come play with him. It and is a not, difficult league. And it's not like the old days where if you tanked, you were assured of what your pick was going to be. Now it's just, a, you know, odds in a lottery. No, no, no. I'm losing on purpose. I want the number one pick, damn it. I'm losing on purpose for Duncan, for Robinson, okay, for Akeem. No, we're doing this on purpose. It's like 40 years ago. The Penguins lost down the stretch on purpose. Why? Mario Lemieux was waiting. Why do you think Chicago traded everybody? Blackhawks got rid of everybody. There's a player out there that, and it's still a lottery system, but Connor Bedard's sitting out there and people think he can change things. Right. So get rid of this guy. Get rid of this guy. Let's go. Need as many ping pong balls as is humanly possible. Ah. Guys are getting cut in the NFL. It's another thing. What is wrong with me? What is wrong with me? I'm excited that teams are getting down to the salary cap. I mean, for goodness sakes, I've lost my job like 37 times. Why am I excited about people losing their job? Yeah, you're excited about losing. What the hell's happened to this show? You're excited about the Mavericks losing. You're not rooting for the Suns. You want guys, you're looking forward to guys getting cut, and I'm watching spring training baseball. What the hell is going on? Man, we need an intervention. We really do. Felipe, help us. My goodness, call for help. Something. Man. I know. I may, You know what? Maybe Aaron Rodgers had the right idea. Maybe we need a few days in the solitude in the dark. Although, I don't know, he emerged from that, and apparently he, he can't speak or make up his mind about anything. Well, what the hell was the point of going in the dark? Well, he's back in Green Bay now. The darkness is still there. <laughs> but the Packers yesterday are like, oh, we haven't talked to him. We have no idea what he's thinking. We'd kind of like to know. Well, first off, how about pick up the phone? Secondly, if you, you know where he lives, show up. Or are you not allowed to do that anymore also? Is that a 21st century thing? You just can't show up at people's houses anymore? Hey, I was in the neighborhood. How's it going? Who does that? Well, it's, why ask? we used to do it all the time. That is true. Felipe, do you just pop in on anybody? You're of the age where you still pop in. You know, and you're in your 20s when you can just pop in, knock on someone's door, and if they, hey, you drive by their apartment, you see their car. Hey, I'll stop by and see whomever. If it's a friend, yeah. That's, well, obviously. Okay. Well, well I don't think it would be a stranger you'd stop in and knock on their door, Felipe, well, but, uh, but apparently you're a little bolder than I thought. Well, no, I don't know if you guys are just talking about neighbors. I wouldn't do it for a neighbor, more a friend. Felipe, I please, I lived next to people for 10 or more years, don't even know their name. Okay, good. Then, yes, I'm a, I'm a popper in her. See, I would pop in. My wife has now basically said you cannot pop in on anybody anymore. No, because everybody's got a cell phone. You can text them. Hey, you there? I was... Driving by, thinking about stopping over. When they don't answer, they don't want to see you. I mean, it's just like apparently you have to know who is knocking on the door at all times. That apparently if you are knocking on the door and they are unaware that you are there, that you are breaking protocol. That, that's what I've been told. 
I'm like, hold on a second. We moved to Jacksonville in part because our daughter's within 15 minutes. I just can't pop over and say hi. Oh, no, no, no. You have to let them know you're coming. Yeah, I don't think so. No, no, I'm the father. No, no, no. I, I, I've got a certain, you know, seniority, clout, stature. No, I Did you text over. first? No, no. Uh-uh. No, apparently I violated protocol. I will say I, I've been shocked a couple times because, you know, my mom, I live in a gated community, but my mom obviously has access at all times to our house. She's popped in, scared the hell out of me. <laughs> well, listen. Because she I just walks in, too. There's no knocking yeah. there. That's no, just no, no, a walk-in. No no. no, no, no. You can't do that. Okay, but you can show up and knock, ring the doorbell. Hey, I was in the neighborhood, you know. Why'd you here. stop by? <laughs> Wanted to see you. <laughs> no? <laughs> it's not allowed? I mean, I mean, heck, I used to pop in on people if I were within like 10 miles of them. I'd be like, oh, yeah, the city on the thing. Yeah, so-and-so lives here. Hey, I wonder how they're doing. But see, I only pop in if I have time before I have to do something else. <laughs> Why? So you have a... a you know, hey, I can only stay 10, 12 minutes. Is that it? Right. Hey, can I use your bathroom? Hey, what about this? Hey, I don't know. That's not popping in. That's being rude. <laughs> Let me lay one in your bathroom. I, 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 would, I wouldn't even, if you came in, I'd shut the door in your face and say, go use the gas station. Dude, you passed three convenience stores on the way here. Hey, Have you ever heard now. of a Hampton Inn? Yeah, go in, buy, buy a Snickers on the way out. Come on now, if you feel guilty. I mean, you know me, I, I could buy a soda, you know, I, anywhere. Hell, I could just keep hitting convenience stores and buying sodas. I mean, that's, you know. Well, that's where you pop that. in these days, fast food restaurants and convenience stores. <laughs> I was going to say, that's my social life, you know. Why do you think I was so fond of that woman who worked the drive through at Wendy's? She was like the nicest person in my life. One of the five nicest people that ever walked planet Earth. I know, I miss her. You know what? I may just get in the car and drive down and pop in to see her. Get a chili? <laughs> yes. Apparently it's in cans now. And you know what though? I might have to I might have to sit inside though. Because I might want to, you know, drag her out from behind the counter and actually have a you know meaningful conversation. Can't pop in anymore. No. Oh, well. You cannot pop in anymore. Well, March is a pop in month. I mean, let's face it, most of you haven't been paying attention to college basketball all year. So you're going to pop in. That's what you're going to do. You're going to pop in. We're going to help you pop. We're like AAA. That's what we are. For hoop. Right. You know, we're here if you need us. As you drive around, be safe. Make sure you fill up. You know, get all your fluids checked and the air pressure checked before you start driving around this month. Give yourself the best chance. Uh, and you have no chance in your brackets this year. None of you do. Let your wife, your daughter, your dog, let whoever pick, because this thing is going to be a mess. Yeah, th this will likely be ridiculously wide open. I mean, we could end up with, you know, a Final Four that's damn near all ones, because maybe, maybe there's three or four teams who are, 
above everybody else. But I don't know, man. I don't know. Neutral floors? Three teams above everyone else for six games? Yeah. I mean, even Kansas, who's got like 15 quad one wins and is year in, year out, the toughest out. I mean, this team would lose by 12 to last year's team. I mean, this is not a great team. It's a resilient team, but it ain't a great team. Same with Houston. Flaws on everybody up top. Yep. Yep. (laughs) Except maybe Alabama. (laughs) On the court, don't know if they have any flaws. Off the court, people seem very bent out of shape. Miller and Moulton, Pat Kerwin, Seth Everett, Shelby Mast, all on the show today. Great lineup for you, the starting five in 25 minutes, right here on the Florida Sports Network. You're listening to Miller and Moulton, exclusively on the Florida Sports Network. 21 minutes past the hour, top of the morning to you. Happy hump day. Happy first day of March. Miller and Moulton, the Florida Sports Network, floridasportsnetwork.com. Pat Kerwin's going to join us at the top of the hour. He's at the Combine. It's one of the few times Pat doesn't get to make his own schedule. Players, agents, coaches, teams, they start doing things. He has to react to them. So he's interviewing Will Anderson at the top of the 8 o'clock hour. So we got bumped. So we said, well, how about seven? He said, done. So Pat Kerwin in 40 minutes. All the prospective rookies at the combine along with Derek Carr, apparently. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Which on his part is actually really smart. You want to you want to get all this out of the way now. I don't want to fly around. I don't need to fly to New Orleans and fly to New York and fly to Charlotte. And fly to all these places. Let's just go to Indianapolis. Let's let's run the gambit. Let's see what who, who wants me and what you want to offer. Can I ask a question though? What the heck's been going on the last two weeks? I mean, he got released on Valentine's Day or the morning of the fifteenth, one or the other. I mean, literally it was two weeks ago. And what the heck's going on? Let me ask you a question, a little off topic. You don't uh you don't like to shop, do you? You uh, like to buy. Well, men usually don't shop. Men are buyers. Right. So you, that's where you have a problem with this. You can't really kick the tires or anything. If someone wants car, then get it over with and sign him. Like you, you, you are incredulous that there's been two weeks gone by and he hasn't been signed by someone yet. Yes, for this reason. I understand if the Jets are holding out for Aaron Rodgers. Okay, and you know, back channel communication, and there's actually a chance that that deal could be done because Green Bay, if they're going to ship them, would love to ship them out of the conference, just like they did to Favre originally. If he ends up back in the conference, well, that's out of our control. But if you're New Orleans, I mean, Carolina, I mean, to me, it's kind of like, listen, you're not in the Aaron Rodgers sweepstakes. So. Who are you going for here? And can you really do better than Derek Carr? I mean, if you think Jimmy G is better than Derek Carr, okay. And you have to wait two more weeks till he becomes officially a free agent. I get it. But 
to me, there's got to be a team out there that's like, listen, we can't do better than Derek Carr. Okay, he's available. Let's go get him. Let's do the deal. And so I'm just surprised. Also, I'm a little surprised by Carr and his agent. I don't want to get to March 15th. I don't want to get it to where, I mean, who knows what's going to happen? Lamar Jackson could become available, even if it's tagged with the intention of being traded. You know, Tannehill could get released. Man, honestly, I want the market the way it is right now. Do you know the quarterbacks that I'm competing against over the next two weeks? Yeah, Marcus Mariota. That's who I'm competing against. And Carson Wentz. Those are the two quarterbacks along with me who can sign anywhere between now and March 15th. Everybody else has to wait to the official start of the new year. I, I'm at the head of the class, man. I'm not at the head of the class come March 15th. I don't understand why he's not anxious to do a deal. And the fact he's got to show up at the combine, to me, it reeks of desperation. I know you're selling convenience, and I appreciate that. But to me, it it reeks of desperation. And it may. Maybe the desperation is trying to get these three teams to bid to get the number wherever it is he's comfortable with. But what, you know, $35 million seems to be the number that they're talking about or that he's talking about. So who's going to sign him for three? I mean, that's basically what it is. Who's going to give him three years? Right. He was supposed to be making 40 if he had stayed in Vegas this year. He may not get that. Eh, okay, he can get close. And besides, depending on where you're playing with the taxes, it could be the same. But I don't know. I, I just find it interesting. Two weeks. I thought this, I mean, you know, I, I thought it'd be done by the weekend. I thought he'd get released Tuesday, Wednesday, and he'd be signed by the Daytona 500. Well, if he want the only thing that could be out there is that he may want the Jets. I mean, that wouldn't of the teams we're talking about. I think we'd all want the Jets over Carolina and New Orleans. Better roster. I know it's a tougher conference, but people think that team's ready to win now. And if he wants the Jets and they're pushing him, waiting for Rodgers, then Carr's choices are either wait or sign with a team he doesn't want to sign with. I guess. And quite frankly, I could ask the same question of the Jets. What the heck are you doing? Are you putting, I mean, just don't overplay your hand here. Listen, we all want to draw that ace and hit the Royal Flush. I get it. Do you know what the odds are of hitting that ace of clubs and getting the Royal Flush? Not very good. Aaron Rodgers is the ace of clubs there. I mean, He's never been in the deck before. Are we sure the card's in the deck? Are we sure it's even attainable? It would be very Jets-like to be holding out for Aaron Rodgers, have that not come to be for whatever reason, okay? And then Derek Carr ends up somewhere else. That would be Jets-like. Right. Then they would sell us on how happy they are with Jimmy Garoppolo or Ryan Tannehill if he's released.
but I just find it funny that it's all the rookies at camp and car. Yes. Or at the combine. I just that Some guy is about ten years older too. I mean, he definitely it's kinda of like, Hey, what are you teaching? Wait, you're going to school? Yeah, I came I came back, got a couple more classes. Working on my graduate degree. Oh. Oh, okay. You gonna run the what's, shuttle while you're here or yeah. what exactly are you know? What's it like to be back at, at the combine? You remember the last time you were here? Yeah, it was about ten years ago. Yeah, I remember. Mm-hmm. Yep. I remember just being a number. I was number 144. Yep, I remember. I do love when they put those little things that they tape on them. It's kind of like when you're a runner at the cross-country meet and they give you a number. I never understood that, why we had a number. Granted, you know, it's not like I ran in the New York Marathon where there's 23,000 people. You know, I'm just talking about, you know, there's couple hundred of us and you wondered why you needed a number yeah i mean you know, no offense a lot of us aren't that good i mean trust me you'll have plenty of time to be able to pull that's paul that's tony that's yeah, yeah just it's real simple here there's five to a team they're clearly marked okay this shouldn't be a problem you know hey who's this guy from madison central uh it's tommy oh okay got it i mean Always, always liked when they were, you know, taking the pin and sticking me with the number and always stick. Did someone stick the pin into your gut one time? Is that where the problem comes with this? Every time, every time, every time I got stuck in the gut. And then of course you ask, can I do the pinning? And they say, no, Uh, it's a whole thing. Miller and Moulton. Great show lined up today. The cross-country team of Miller and Moulton will run our 5K through the show today with Pat Kerwin. (laughs) Seth Everett will find out if he's been stuck by a pin at all in his life. No, he's the one actually with the doll and the pins. Okay, he's the one doing the sticking. And Shelby Mast, who will talk brackets to see whose pin goes in the tournament and whose pin goes in the NIT. See what you did there. I'll try something there. I for and someone yes, who look, loves sports, uh-huh. it so seems you hate it, a lot of the rules and regulations of sport. And and that's and that surprises you. Not one bit. I just didn't know that the numbers on a cross country meet were the source of your contempt. You're listening to Miller and Moulton exclusively on the Florida Sports Network. 22 minutes before the hour. Pat Kerwin joins us at the top of the hour. Miller and Moulton. Florida Sports Network. FloridaSportsNetwork.com. It's a hump day. Heck, it's March. This year's flying by. Tournament gets underway either two weeks from tomorrow. If, you know, to you, that's the tournament starts when, you know, we got the get the play-ins out of the way. But if you're into the play-ins, hell, two weeks yesterday. Let's go. Let's do this. Right now it is time for... The Starting Five. Five stories you need to know. It's The Starting Five on Miller & Moulton. Here's number one. 
Mark, did you hear about this secret $55 million loan to Commander's owner Daniel Snyder? I have heard about this loan that the other minority owners knew nothing about. And as part of the ownership agreement, he has to get approval from the minority partners if he is to do something financially. And, um, well, he didn't. They didn't know about it. Then once they found out about it, they went to the league and said, hey, you got to look into this. This is illegal. And according to the former minority partners, the league, A, did nothing, B, covered it up, and C, helped force them out. Damn. Those photos that Snyder has on Goodell and Jerry Jones and Kraft and man, they got to be something. You know, it sounds funny, and but what does this man have on the rest of this league that they keep protecting him and protecting him and protecting him through scumbag behavior and now what appears to be illegal loans correct like not 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 just illegal nfl illegal go to jail loans correct okay snyder and the commanders are at the center of a federal investigation into alleged financial misconduct so yes correct this is actually beyond the nfl Mm -hmm. and like what you're getting at mark Why did the NFL instead go to the wall to protect him when our reaction would have been, well, hell, even if this isn't enough to get rid of him, we could just start, you know, filling up the personnel file, if you know what I mean. Okay, we'll just fill up the file and we'll just say, just so you know, Daniel, you jaywalk, we're getting rid of you. All right, 24 votes is all it takes. We're not going to go vote right now, but but this file's getting pretty full there, Daniel. And now Snyder reportedly, A, he doesn't want to sell to the highest bidder because that could be Jeff Bezos, and he hates Bezos, so he doesn't want to sell him the team. Meanwhile, if you're the league, what do you do here? I mean, you want teams to be sold to the highest bidder it increases the value of everybody else and if bezos is willing to bid half a billion or a billion more than anybody else i mean who controls the sale mark snyder or the league that's a tough one because it is snyder's team after all i understand but it but every sale needs league approval right so so you get your guy out, but you don't get max price. How are you going to work this? Right. And the league wants max price. And but, at this point, I'll bet you the league just wants you gone too. Right. Oh, yeah. And Snyder apparently wants to sell the team, but he wants, uh, you know, what's that thing called that you attach to it? All right. And he wants to, oh, hey, by the way, you guys can't sue me for anything. You know, I, I can't be sued for anything. Anything that you guys find after I get rid of the team, yeah, I don't know what to tell you. I can't be sued. You know, what's it, an addendum? 
you know, claws, you know, I don't know. You're in real estate. You know, what's that piece of, do they ever throw in a piece of paper at the well, end? There are addendums that are put into contracts. Yes, David. All yeah, right. That's, that's what I was thinking of there. Thanks okay. for the help. Uh, Probably Falcons a little late. Cut, yeah. Falcons cut Marcus Mariota to save 12 million. That seems like a smart move. Giants are going to cut wide receiver Kenny Galladay. They're going to cut him right away. If they had waited till June 1st, it would have saved a lot more money, but they also would have had a lot more dead money on next year's cap. They're like, nah, we'll take the hit now. So they're going to save $6.7 million. Browns are going to cut safety John Johnson and save a little under $10 million. You know, that's great. Because uh, you know what? Cleveland needs more cap space. Although they do have to pay the full freight for Deshaun this year. But remember when they had all that cap room last year, Mark, what did they do with it? Not, Not a, a damn thing. thing. Yep. Uh, Bucks are going to cut uh, playoff Lenny there. And apparently it was playoff Lenny's doing. He went to him and said, yeah, I don't know what to tell you. You guys aren't going to win. And at this stage of the game, I'm only interested in winning. So cut me loose. They're going to save six and a half million by letting playoff Lenny go. Dolphins have said they're not going to offer Mike Gusecki a contract before he becomes a free agent. Buffalo defense coordinator Leslie Frazier's taking this year off. We'll see if he returns to Buffalo in 24 or he goes elsewhere. And Derek Carr's interviewing with Carolina. Don't know why it didn't happen in the last two weeks, but he's at the Combine. They're at the Combine. He's interviewing with the Panthers. College football leaders, Mark, they're also in Indianapolis. How about that? Thanks, Mel Allen. And um, they're going to vote on three rule changes. Now, it's nothing official, but basically whatever gets recommended in Indianapolis is going to be made official in April. So they're going to vote on the three of the four rule changes, apparently. And uh, Steve Shaw, who's the head of officiating throughout college football, says that uh, could shave about seven, eight minutes off games. Okay. It's a nice start. Yeah, doesn't sound like a lot, but 321, 323, take it to under 315. Okay. Basically, get it to an NFL game, which last year was 312. Final approval, as we mentioned, including for the 12 team college football playoff, will likely be next month. Hockey. Man, trade deadline's not for another 48 plus hours. Are there any players left to be dealt? Not really. My goodness. Toronto made three trades yesterday. That's after they've already made two others. Uh, they had defenseman Luke Shen. All right. Edmonton, I will say, this is a nice pickup, Mark. This is, you know, they gave up two players, two picks, but they get uh, defenseman Matthias Ekholm from Nashville, and they got him for not just this year, but three more. That that's That's a nice pickup. That's a quality. That's a top four defenseman right there. That's what they need. And the Rangers officially will get Patrick Kane today. They gave up uh, two draft picks, a second and a fourth. One of them could become a first rounder if they go as far in the playoffs as they did last year. The Panthers scored three in the first. They were absolutely dominating the Lightning. And then Tampa Bay outshot them 19 to three in the third, but Bervoski stood tall. 4 1 Panthers. They're three points behind Pittsburgh for the final playoff spot. Penguins have played two less games, however. It's a big win for Florida, who's beaten the Lightning twice since the All-Star break. But right now, there's like three teams and three points 
and a couple of games standing in between them and the final playoff spot. Detroit, Mark, I lost my best play of the hockey night. I figured there's no way they're losing two games and two nights to Ottawa. Hell, they lost last night worse than they did the night before. I watched both games. I, I'm confused. I mean, I know Detroit's not that good, but I see how Ottawa's beaten Boston a couple times. They like to hit. They're fun to watch. 6-1 Ottawa. Both Ottawa and the Wings are five points back in the final playoff spot. They got five teams. They got a leapfrog. It's probably not going to happen. Huge loss for the Sabres. They haven't made the playoffs in over a decade, and they had Columbus at home last night and lost 5-3. You cannot do that. They're three points back in the final playoff spot. Islanders have one of the wild card spots, and they gained a point last night. They lost to Minnesota 2-1 in a shootout. Penguins are the eighth seed at the moment, Mark. And they beat Nashville on the road 3-1 last night. The Kraken are making their playoff push. They're five points ahead of Calgary to secure their first ever playoff spot. They beat St. Louis 5-3, and Calgary lost in overtime to Boston. The Bruins have played 60 games. They've lost eight of them in regulation. Unbelievable. I think what's even more remarkable, over their 47 wins, 45 of them, our regulation or overtime. They're not shootout, if you know what I mean. They're, they're, they get it right. done yeah. in the allotted time, if you will. NBA, LeBron's going to be out a minimum of two weeks. I mean, it'll probably be three to four because they said they're not even going to take a look at his foot until two weeks from now. The Bulls wave uh, Goran Dragic, longtime Heat player. He's now 36 years old. Be interesting to see if anybody picks him up. KD makes his debut tonight in Charlotte for Phoenix. Lakers lost in Memphis last night by 12. Quinn Snyder's first game in Atlanta. Hawks blew a fourth quarter lead to Washington, 119-116. Milwaukee, Mark, has won 15 in a row. It helped that Giannis came back. They scored, He scored 33. They beat Brooklyn by 14. Milwaukee Bucks with the best record in the NBA, oh, by the way. Toronto beat Chicago 104-98. Big loss for the Bulls in their chase to make the play-in. Um, that uh, Jokic guy had his 100th career double-double last night, or triple-double. They don't lose when he – that's the part that's remarkable. Is they've Did not lost a game this year when he's had a triple-double. Which I will say, there's a there's momentum in the NBA to not vote him the MVP. They basically are like, listen, he's not worthy of being one of the few players that's ever won three straight MVPs. What are we doing? So they keep saying, this week we're going to vote for Embiid, and this week we're going to vote for Giannis and what have you. But that stat, Mark, he is not putting up stats that are meaningless. When he has a triple-double, they win. Period. He's had nearly 30 of them this year. And they're the number one seed in the West. I mean, if he doesn't get your vote, that's one thing. But let's be honest. This is a... This is a... I think part of it also is that he's not American. Uh, there's no doubt. Now, neither is Giannis, but I'm telling you, there's also there's there's a bias going on here against Jokic. Denver beat Houston by 21. And the San Antonio Spurs, didn't they get the memo? You're trying to, the, the whole lottery thing, you've lost 16 in a row. What the heck are you doing going into Utah and beating the Jazz? 102.94. My goodness. With a pop. You're losing your touch, man. Uh, 
Dallas is one and four with Luka. Yes, Kyrie. they are. Lost again last night, didn't they? Yes, they did. They're now in the play-in, by the way. They have fallen into the play-in. Indiana beat them in Dallas by two. How do you lose to the Pacers at home? Thank you. Sacramento beat Oklahoma City by six. The Kings are just a game and a half by Memphis for the two seed in the West. Uh, Golden State beat Portland by 18. They're now up to the five seed, by the way. Although I will say the difference between like the, the four seed and the nine seeds, like two games. The West is a mess. Uh, Minnesota beat the Clippers in L.A. What the heck? 108-101. They're the eight seed. The Clippers are technically the six. Uh, Vanessa Bryant settled with Los Angeles County for the plane crash and them taking photos of her dead husband and daughter and the other 28.5 million is what. Vanessa and the Bryant family are going to get. Gators won in Georgia last night to get the 500. Stetson a loser in the A-Sun playoffs. Uh, Mark, two ranked teams lost yesterday. Indiana got whooped by Iowa at home by 22. And Boise State with a must win against San Diego State. The Aztecs ranked 18th. Boise beat them by six. Boise very much on the bubble. Antoine Davis with 38 last night for Detroit in a win against IPFW. He's 26 points behind Pete Maravich to become college basketball's all-time leading scorer. I believe he plays next tomorrow to try to accomplish that. And, um, you know, did you see, by the way, the spring training game in Bradenton? The Orioles and the Pirates? So uh, it was over. Uh, The home team won 7-4. But uh, the home team wanted to get some more at-bats, and the road team wanted a pitcher to get in the game, and the umpires had left the field. So they played the bottom of the ninth without umpires. The catcher for the Orioles was calling balls and strikes. That's spring training, folks. And it worked just fine, for the record. If you had my computer umpires in there, you wouldn't even need those guys behind the plate, David. (laughs) So that was... The starting five. Miller and Moulton. On the other side, Pat Kerwin will join us from the Combine in Indianapolis. Seth Everett to join us in the 8 o'clock hour. Shelby Mass to talk brackets in the 9 o'clock hour. But to Indianapolis, we go next right here. Miller and Moulton on the Florida Sports Network.